hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Adam. And this is Lisa. This is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Tonight we are drinking wine. Out of wine goblets. Out of wine goblets. That's very nice. It's just $10 grocery store rosé. From like $10 roast grocery store <laughs> wine goblets. Uh, I think these are maybe... $15 wine goblets. I like, like TJ Maxx. Yeah, I walked around TJ Maxx, like, chiming all of the goblets. It's important consideration. Because <laughs> I needed goblets with chime. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome, listeners. These goblets of fire, what they are. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so how's your week going? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. I um finished reading a book. Mm. Did they... Romantically mismatched couple end up together. And they did. The they did. It was great. That's it was about you, you know small town Texas politics. Oh yeah, and uh, it was funny. It was like, the weird name Junior because that's no. when you know it's a great small town. No, um, but it, but it was actually really funny. Like mm. a, a lot of books I read are not super funny, but this one was funny and oh, I liked good. it a lot. So that you know is not exciting, but it's what I did. I'm also considering uh, making a, like, seasonal bar menu for our home. Yeah. <laughs> we organize our alcoholism. Uh, I spend too much time deciding what I'm going to make. True. Um, so if I had, like, maybe two or max four cocktails of, like, these are the cocktails of the month. You also like, have the thing where you're like, this sounds good, but... We don't have the stuff for it. Or this right. sounds great, but like, oh, we used the last of that last week. Like, Right. So if I could like be a little more dedicated of like, I'm going to buy the stuff for these four cocktails well, and this is what we're going to drink. It also would help us use some of the older ingredients we have that are just like hanging out in the back, like that Campari where you're like. Right. Um, does Campari go bad? I don't think so. But. Does it go good? <laughs> Campari's delicious. It is actually. <laughs> but you, or like, like grenadine. Or yeah. Like, kind of have like a concerted effort. Yeah, um, and then when that's done, maybe that's our signal. We switch cocktails. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, I'm I'm so I'm gonna pick out our September cocktails. What are you leaning towards? Uh, something with Applejack in it. Ooh, could be interesting. That's all I have so far. All right, sounds good. So that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I am surrounded by Amazon packages. That is one thing about how our week is going. Yes. We are frantically packing for Disney, which I think. Yes. Means We're preparing. A lot of stuff. We're preparing. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll, we'll do like a dry fit of packing this week. Because, you know, I don't want to be like the day before people be like, oh, it turns out I only have two Ooh. pairs of socks. And I'm like, how are you living your fucking life? With two pairs of socks. But, yep. you know, this is the stuff that comes out when you need to pack for it does, a it whole does. week. So we'll see what happens, and hopefully everything works. I ordered some new shorts. You ordered some new shorts, tops, yeah. like, all yeah. kinds of stuff. I ordered, I ordered stuff. Yeah. So it'll be fine. 
I will be just wearing like nerdy t-shirts the whole time. It's like, I'm going to wear this uh, Star Wars shirt and this Harry Potter shirt. And guess right. what? Everybody you, else here is you too. Ha- you have those things. Yeah. Um, I don't have... A Marvel shirt, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot of things. No. Um, but more importantly, I don't have clothes that are good for like a 90 degree, 90% humidity environment. I don't think it's going to be 90. It's going to be 80s, though. 80! It's you're close enough. Out. Yeah. You're, you're no region stock. You're a Yeah. Weak no, like, heat. I was sweating walking uh, at lunch in 75 degree weather. So there's that. And I was sweaty. So, like, yeah. It's going to be disgusting. It will be. It will be. So, that'll be fun. But mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get everything settled. And then, you know, we're looking at a three-day weekend, which is fun. Yes. God, uh, we we don't weekend. have any, like, sometimes we have, like, big projects. No. Planned. We are just catching up. Like. Indeed. We don't really have, we don't really have any exciting plans. Yeah, we don't have any projects. So hopefully we'll get some, like, downtime and some. Yeah, catch up on laundry and all that crap. Life and cleaning and. Yes. We have, like, a massive spider web from, we have, like, vaulted <laughs> ceilings in our, like, great room. And there was this um, spider web, like, hanging like at, at, like, eye level. level. So it was, like, 20 our... feet down from the ceiling. It was wild. It was like, oh, hmm. Maybe I need to, that's usually the sign that I need to get the, the um, dust mop. I have, like, an extendable pole that I use to change the lights and the recesses and up on the top. the ceiling. And I basically just rubber band a, um, a Swiffer, like, duster. And take out all the corners. So that might be my goal this weekend. That would be fun. It's not a bad goal. It's yeah. not a hard thing to do. It's just, you know. But we watched a movie. Mm-hmm. We did. Um, this movie caught my attention because it had Will Arnett. It does have Will Arnett in it. And when I checked to make sure that it was, in fact, Will Arnett, I also saw the name Ludicrous. Right. Top top billing, Will Arnett, Ludicrous. And I was like, and you were like, God, God damn it, <laughs> take my money. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what is about to happen. <laughs> I have no concept of this movie. Um, it's called uh, Show Dogs. Show Dogs, which tells you right there, it's also a talking dog movie. We've actually had a good run of uh, avoiding of not talking dog movies, talking dog movies, but here we are. And I do appreciate this one because it's like a meta doc- talking dog movie. Yes. It it knows what it is and yeah, makes a, references. There's a lot of lampshading and winking at the camera about the whole genre of talking dog movies. Which I appreciate. I do appreciate that, like, third wall, fourth wall, whatever. Because mm-hmm. it's not, I mean, part of it is that some of these dogs are, like, dog actors in the movie universe. So, like, they make jokes about being dog actors and being, like, no one's making dog movies talking dog movies anymore. And right, so I was just really focusing on my brand. Yeah, stuff like that. So, you know, at one point, one of them's going to yell, don't, don't, you know, behave. You don't want us to, to replace us all with CGI. And it's like, yeah, I mean. Yes. No. <laughs> anyway, so this uh, movie starts on the docks mm-hmm. in what we are told is New York City. With pigeons. With pigeons. With talking pigeons. So The pigeons are like narrating the whole scene and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, down by the docks. It's where, all, this, it's where all the stuff goes down. I wanted this to be more of a Good Feathers kind of situation. Yes. Remember that from Any Maniacs? Yes. Good Feathers were like... You talking to me? Legit. You laughing to me? Yeah. I'm, I'm here for Good Feathers. But no. Uh, it was... Uh, 
Just three stupid pigeons. Yes. And they find their buddy Max, who is hiding out by the docks, waiting for shit to go down. Pigeon number two is uh, Kate Micucci. Yes, yes. She is all over the place. Like, good for her. Her she voice must... is in, like, every other movie that we watch. She's fantastic. So I hope she's getting paid. I hey, do, too. Chase that paper. Uh, by all means. But, um... So, we're... Waiting for something to happen, a boat pulls up, and stuff starts going down. They let a dog out. Then they get out, and what they've got on the boat is a panda. A baby panda. Mm-hmm. And Max sees the panda and is like, I promise you, I'm going to get you back to your mother. And the panda just kind of looks at him like... Mm-hmm. He has no idea what's going on. Doesn't say anything. Yep. And... Right as he makes that promise, then, like, the British dog that was part of this mm-hmm. this little um, landing jumps out at him, and they have a little mini fight. They have, like, a, a scuffle, and it's wild. Like, the one dog is lying on his back uh, with his paws up, like, spinning around, like, yeah. doing, doing, like, dog break dancing. Right, right. Like you. <laughs> And the other dog jumps on top of him, and he, he, like, spins and, like, pushes the dog off with his paws. And I'm like, I don't think any of that is how it works. No. Like. But it means that he got to kick that other dog. So our hero, Max, kicks the other dog off the edge of the dock and into the water, Mm -hmm. which takes him out of the fight, but doesn't kill him or do any blood or anything. Right. He just paddles over to the shore. Right. You know, he's out, but. Nobody got hurt. Right. Because it's a kid's film. Nobody... Nope. Yeah, nobody does. So, Max is looking at it. He's, by the way, he's picking up smells like lavender scented hand wipes and like bear and like all kinds of other stuff. And he runs towards the the van that, or the SUV, I guess, but Mm -hmm. anyway, that the, the panda's in and the driver hops out and yells like, everybody get down! And Max attacks it. Right. He's like, not today. Yep. And so rips his beard off, which was fake. Wait, what a minute. Yeah. It's Will Arnett. He's like, I'm, uh, and so Will Arnett is a undercover FBI agent. Right. And the dog is NYPD. For the NYPD. Like you do. And, uh, Will Arnett is like, I'm undercover FBI. What are you even doing here? Uh, to the dog. To the dog. And the dog is like, I didn't see any paperwork on that. Like, why don't you guys get your shit together? Like, And, like, so Will just, like, grunts and they start running after one of the suspects that didn't get in the van. Because mm-hmm. we gotta save the panda. Yeah. It's not time to fight. It's time to save the panda. But they totally fight while they're running. Like, they throw things in each other's way. They jump over each other. They, like, trip each other up. Like. They're not on the same team. They are not on the same team. Uh, but at the end of the time, the dog corners one of the henchmen. Will Arnett comes around the corner, makes the collar, is arresting him, and Max bites Will Arnett in the butt. Right, because he was being a jerk. Yep. Yay. So, we're back at the police headquarters. Okay, is the police headquarters of New York, like, in an old-timey mansion? I In it real appears, life. It appears so. I've never been to the police headquarters in New York City, um, but in this movie, 
It is like a full-on clue mansion. Oh, yeah. Like, it's got, like, swoopy, spirally staircases. Everybody's office is, like, a very spacious library. Yeah, like... like, There's, like, the pen of, like, desks in the middle. But, like, everybody around the outside has their own office. All the doors have transoms. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I assume (laughs) most police precincts in New York look like, um, like the DMV, but sadder. Right, right. I expected a lot of red lighting. Yeah. Uh, and some cubes, or like, maybe even worse than cubes, just like 14 desks in a a space. Yeah. I mean, at the best, you're looking at like Brooklyn Mm Nine-Nine. Like, that I feel is... That's a luxury police department in New York. Yes. Uh, but this this is where the fancy clue police go. Yeah. And so we're in the chief's office. He's got the sergeant, who is a beagle, mm-hmm. and Max, who is a Rottweiler. And then Will Arnett is fuming about how this all got blown apart by the NYPD. It's important to note, we haven't seen a human NYPD officer other than... The sergeant. The, yeah, the... Or com- the police. Captain. Yeah, com- yeah, captain. Yeah, or commander, whoever who he is here. It's not really defined. Mm-hmm. And then Will's got his, like, boss his, there. Yeah, his superior. And they are just all pissed at each other for breaking into each this, other's... This is a thing that happens a lot in police procedurals where uh, mm-hmm. police people get mad when uh, the paperwork wasn't filed and they have to, like, uh, hand a case off to a different person. Mm. I appreciate their passion. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, if you're working on a problem and your boss is like, actually, someone else is going to handle that, are you going to be like, absolutely not, I demand, I demand to solve this problem, I deserve it. I'll, I'll send him over, I'll send him, I'll tell him everything I know, and then we'll move on. Right, I would be like, okay, cool, you don't want me to work on this? Awesome. <laughs> I could not work on things I all could, the fucking yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. Like, the amount of vitriol that police procedurals have police uh, men and women like spew towards people who are trying to take work away from them is wild. It, well, it's like always like so ego too. Like it's yeah. all just ego. I have to solve this case. You're like, it's not for justice. It's, it's for, for me. me. Yeah. And you're like, but we have more resources and whatever. And we'll be able to solve this case and support these victims and whatever. More than you. And instead of being like, oh, that's the best thing for the victims. You're like, no, I have to solve this so everyone knows. That I'm the best cop And you're like, ever. bitch, nobody knows that you do things. <laughs> like, nobody knows. No. But um, the chief of police does mention that he's aware that the FBI has been investigating all these, like, animal smuggling kidnappings. Right. A bunch of like, exotic animal uh, stuff. Like that tiger, the sloth that got away and Will is like fuming because that sloth his, was very in his defense that sloth was very fleet of foot yes um, and like all these other animals that have gone missing and they haven't been able to crack it and he's like yeah I know we were working on this case this case is part of those cases they're all connected it's all like the same yeah uh, it's all the same people and so yeah and so Will's fuming he's like well Okay, well, let's just see what this guy downstairs knows. Meanwhile, in the office, the dogs are uh-huh. having their own conversation. Yeah, so... And this is the the first hint. We are fully 
10, 15 minutes into a talking dog movie, it is unclear if dogs can hear humans. <laughs> well, or if humans can hear dogs. And if humans can hear dogs. like So the, the dogs do react like they're listening to the humans and saying things. And the humans kind of don't exactly not interact with what the dogs say. Right. They, they don't interrupt them. They pause and wait for them. And look at them. And look at them. And then and then they say something that is appropriate for having heard what the dog said. It is really weird. Yes. Um, we were talking about this. It seems like they, there may be two versions of this movie. They didn't know if this is a movie where humans can talk to dogs. A universe where, like, humans and dogs interact and it's not weird at all. And, like, it's not ever mentioned. Yeah. Um, or, or is this a universe where dogs can understand humans and then also all other animals, but humans can only understand other humans? Yeah, they. it feels like they may have shot it kind of middle of the road, <laughs> at least for the first act. Right, and then they did some, like, A-B testing. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, no, we do not like the humans talking to dogs. We want just standard dogs talk to dogs and understand humans, humans talk to humans movie right. and uh let's just move on from there. the classic humans are dummies yeah if only they'd learn our language it's gonna be a line they knew but yeah mm-hmm. but anyway so will arnett goes down to the interrogation room where they're holding the henchman that they arrested and the henchman's just like i'm not telling you nothing i don't have to tell you nothing i'm 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 not telling you nothing so that's what i'm gonna do and Will's like, well, what about we do some good cop, bad cop? He's like, what do you need? Don't you need, like, two cops for that? What What are you, the the cop from Lego Movie? Right, you got a spinny Lego head. And Will Arnett, like, turns around, like... And mm. in Lego Batman voice, is like, what do you know about that? Yeah, what do you know about that? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> He's like, uh... <laughs> but uh, Will starts to, like, kind of lean in and, like, question him, but what... We know, and what we can see is there's an observation window behind him, mm-hmm. and there are three it's, dogs. Three it's supposed dogs. to be a mirror, but it's a window. It's like, a window. yeah. Well, he can see the dogs. Yeah, and so every time Will asks a question and like leans forward to get more information, what like Max like mm-hmm. he's a Rottweiler like kind of snarls and like gets up on the edge of the window. The guy and the and the guy is freaked out. Freaked out. He's like, okay, I'll tell you anything you want to know. And Will's like, yeah, I still got it. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so good at this. Um, in that interrogation scene, Max uh, is like, this is going nowhere. What is this? Like a date? This is ludicrous. And I was like, we are 10 minutes into this movie. And ludicrous has Lu- said. Ludicrous has already said, this is ludicrous. And I was like, this <sighs> is going to be great. It's just... <laughs> Pour another glass and buckle up. Like, yes. it's going to be what it's going to be. So, um, through the interrogation, they were able to figure out there's something going down in Vegas, Vegas around a dog show mm-hmm. that they're using to, to smuggle some animals. Right. It's a big uh, cover. Everyone's in town, comes in, comes out. There's a bunch of animals that are already, like, getting moved in and out of customs. Like, it's, it's the, the per- perfect cover. It's the perfect cover. And so, they get back up to the office. And they're like, all right, so the plan is we're going to go infiltrate this show, um, but, like, we need a we need a cover. And the FBI lead is like, well, maybe if y'all were contestants. Right, you could get in. Maybe we could get you in as contestants. Yeah. And they're like, but we need a dog and, and a handler. And Will's like, well, I could, I could certainly be the best handler ever, but that's like a, 
you know, Max here is like a street dog with a temper. Like, what does he know about being a show? Max is like, touche, asshole. Like, <laughs> but of course. But of course they decide they're all that um, out of all the dogs mm-hmm. in all of the New York canine mm. precinct. Right. They should send this dog. And. And this FBI agent to which he is unfamiliar. So police dogs. Yeah. Have handlers. Yeah, like their partner. You have you have a police officer and a dog. Maybe you have a couple of police officers and a couple like you have a team um, where that dog is usually usually it's one to one. Yeah, but like at, at best you have a team where like that dog is used to those people. Yeah. Um, and understands the assignment. Mm-hmm. But you have this dog who was like a police dog, but like. I don't know what kind of police dog he was. He's not he's not the bomb squad. He's not sniffing for drugs. No. He's he's just like a grizzled Laying New York dog. detective. Yeah. Dog. 3 days is, away from retirement. Is like. that Is that a dog we have in police forces? <laughs> that particular dog not not smelling out contraband. Uh just like But a, like solving crimes, like a hard-boiled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean... Film noir. I think like, we still have... With a fedora. Uh, well, after the 60s, it kind of came under out of fashion to just use dogs to attack civilians. Yes. Um, and then where did those dogs go? Well, I mean, it's been 50 years. To the police. So, yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, police used to use them a lot. Yes. Uh, but it's it's not it's not really legal anymore. Mm-hmm. So that would be the only job I could really come up for Max. Like... Yeah, breaking up riots from the 1960s. But, like, maybe that's what he used to do? Maybe his maybe. grandpappy used to do that? Maybe, and he was just born into... Lineage. The, like, and they were like, we'll keep this dog around? Do you know how many third-generation police officers there are in I, I, New York City? I don't know. Yeah, it's, like... It's, it's a decent amount, I'm yeah. sure. Well, like, the Irish cop stereotype is a thing, because yeah. it's a thing. Yeah. Like, that was... <laughs> One of the places they could get jobs back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yes, I understand that. But, like, as a dog, like, None of this applies. just because this dog is born in the precinct <laughs> doesn't mean hey, that Lisa, they get no to be... rule that a dog can't be a police officer. <laughs> that can't be a police officer. <laughs> but, anyway. So, so, so they take the very um, unlikely combo... Of this FBI agent and this NYPD dog. Yes. Who need to infiltrate this very fancy dog show in Las Vegas. That's the gag. That is the gag. So they go over to Vegas. They're driving into Vegas, battling over the radio. Will wants to listen to Viva Las Vegas. Vegas. It's very apropos. Uh, And then the And Ludacris wants to listen to Ludacris. Also very apropos. And so they end up pulling over and will like, listen, we got to figure out how to work together. Do you like want to play fetch? There's a hubcat. Dog's like, fuck that. I don't play fetch. It's not, it's not how I roll. He's like, all right. And so the dog decides to leave Will and just like goes off into Vegas on his own, walking around town. And Will's like, fine, I'll be on my own too. Like, let's do this. And so Will makes it to the dog show and meets Maddie. His contact. Maddie Maddie is the um, contact the FBI set up. Yeah. 
um, for this dog show. She's in like a trailer, like a very nice, yeah, uh, yeah, like a very a mobile nice home, yeah. mobile home, airstream, which uh, honestly is like five times bigger on the inside than it should be. When it's, we go a, in it. it's a TARDIS, yeah, um, but it's her, it's her place to like you know groom and whatever prepare, prepare her dog. Her dog's like on a. She little... is apparently a groomer for a lot of dogs, mm-hmm. but she has her own dog that she is the handler for. Right in the show, yeah, it was a collie named Daisy. Mm-hmm. So that'll be important later. Um, and so Will runs up and he's like, hey, how's it going? And she's like, so you're the guy that was bringing the dog to be part of the show? And he's like, yeah. She's like, noticing something. Where the fuck's your dog? And he's like, yeah, the dog just kind of walked off. So, like, if you have a spare dog I could use or borrow, like, do you guys just have one around? And she's like, no. No, that's not... Not how this That's works. That's not how any of this works. Um, mm-hmm. No. No. So, meanwhile, we catch up with Max, who has met up with a stray outside of the animal control office. Uh, and the stray's like, all right, so in there, cell number 614, that's your contact. He knows everything there is to know about this dog show. He'll take you in. I'll help you out. You just got to get in and get out. Right, right. And he's going to show you the ropes. And so... Uh, Max fakes having like a broken paw as like this is very hard to train a dog to do. Yeah. Like, uh, so ku- kudos to uh these these dog yeah trainers, trainers. um because training a dog not to walk on a paw that is perfectly uh, valid is like mm-hmm. is very against brand. And so he walks up to one of the the control officers there. He's like, oh, buddy. Oh, you're hurt. That looks like it's bad. Well, I don't see anything wrong on the outside. But here, come on in. I'll get you inside and we'll get somebody to look at it first thing in the morning. Right. Well, we'll put you in this cage. It's a nice, safe place. Here's some blankets. Here's some food. <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, this is the nicest animal control has ever been in a talking dog movie. Correct. Ever. Ever. But, like, is this all pro-animal control lobby? Like, are you getting your money out there? Yeah, this is wa- a wild departure. Because um, it w- it was animal control. It wasn't a rescue. like rescue uh, place. Mm-hmm. So animal control never in the best light. Mm-hmm. That's in Sparks and Rec. No. Anyway, so um, Max watches his handler or the the guy type in the code to open his cage. Puts him in the cage, closes that door, and as soon as the coast is clear and everybody's shut down for the night, Max stands up and uses his little doggy paw to punch to the code. also punch the code. Which is completely reachable from inside the thing. Inside the cage. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense, because, like, if you needed to get in there with the dog... Right. You, you could have close to be able to get out. And you could get out. I guess that makes sense more than I gave it first blush for. But anyway. <laughs> but, uh... I don't know how he got his, like, paw into individual paw, like, nubbies to push the buttons. Maybe he did it just with his nails. Maybe. Maybe every nail was a button. I don't know. Uh, But he types it in. Yeah, this is some some real fidelity that they have trained into this uh, NYPD uh, cop dog. (laughs) And so... He gets out and he goes and finds cage 614 and there's like a real like Hannibal Lecter or like Apocalypse Now like back shadow. He's like, hey, I hear you know about the show that you hear the voice from the cell being like, 
I gave up that life long ago. Like, I'm <laughs> and no vo- longer. That voice mm-hmm. is uh, Stanley Tucci. God bless. Stanley Tucci is playing a tiny, like, what's a dog breed? Is it a Pomeranian? It's not a Pomeranian, but it's like a similar toy, similar toy breed with longish, poofy hair. Yeah, it is. A very cute dog. It's a cute dog. Uh, but the dog has seen some shit and has ended up in the slammer. <laughs> right. and, and he's like, what happened to you? And he's like, oh, my uh, my breeder and handler, uh, like, I was disqualified. I, I'm a, like a four-time champion, but I was disqualified because my handler, like, put in put injections in my face to, like... Put fillers in my growl lines. And fu- fu- yeah, put fillers in my growl lines to make me look more... Like, youthful and whatever. He's like, it wasn't my call. Yeah, but here I am. Here I am, uh, you know, feeling all of the punishment for it. And yet, my handler uh, found another dog. He's moved on. Yeah, and is in the dog show. So, like, I'm not bitter at all. FYI. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, I feel like if you get caught doing that shit, you should, like, as the human should be suspended. No doubt. 100% the human should be suspended. There's no way that the dog should be punished. I mean, like, when you're when you're coaching and somebody gets pegged for performance-enhancing drugs, you kind of look at the coach and he's like, I have plausible deniability over this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. Probably not. But if you can't prove nope. it, you can't prove it. You're both suspended automatically. Yeah. But yeah, they usually, they're usually both out. Mm-hmm. But in this one, you're like... There's no way that the dog injected that into his own jowls. Or like even made a contact outside of this room. Right. The, the dog called up like a, a pharmacy and was like, hey man... I need some doggy Botox. Right. I need those injectables. Nope. No. Like, cause in this movie they can talk, but it is still unclear if they can talk to humans. <laughs> so Max talks to it and to Felipe, the the little little show dog, and eventually gets him to agree to teaching him what he knows to help maybe save some other animals. He's like, mm-hmm. okay, there's a higher good, I'll help you out, but like honestly, this is not a good life. You don't want any part of this. He's like, no, I don't. He's like, like, but it's just, it's just. Got to save a panda. Just for two days. So now we're back downtown Vegas somewhere, and our FBI guy Will cannot get into. By the way, FBI guy Will has a name that is not Will. It's Frank. Frank. Frank Nichols. Yeah, uh, but he goes by an alias, which is Mister Upton. Upshell. Up, Upwell. Upwell or something. I don't know. Uh, it's Will Arnett the whole time. It's mm-hmm. just Will Arnett. Like, God bless. Yes. You so, are Will Arnett. So there is, like, a welcome party right. mixer mm-hmm. for the dog show. In which the, the dogs and their humans are there. It's like a big swanky party. Well, there's, so like, I. there's balloons. There's drinks. Uh, there's red carpet commentary being done by one of the girls from Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Well, mm-hmm. one of the Chihuahuas from Beverly Hills Chihuahua. That's where they're like... She's like, yeah, there's not a big demand for talking dog movies, so I'm just working on my brand. Like, right. I have so many followers on Instagram, and right. I'm, like, rolling out a new diet tea. Yeah, whatever. But Will rolls up, and they're like, hey, where's your dog? And he's like, I'm not really sure. And they're like, um... No you, dog, no, no party. party. And then he looks over, and that's when Max rolls up, and he's like, oh, there's my dog. And he's like, that, that's your dog over there. Like, just randomly, your dog? He's like, yeah, yeah. Hey, Max, bounce- come here, buddy. And the bouncer looks at Max and goes, this dude with you? And Max just nods, and they're like, all right, cool. I'm like, 
unclear. What the fuck? It is unclear if this is a universe where talking dogs are normal or not. So Will walks up to Max and is like, hey, man, you can't do that. You're going to blow my cover. It's enough agent <laughs> trying to find this panda. They're in the middle of a party. This man is talking to a dog. In the middle of a party. Loudly. About being an undercover cop. Worst undercover cop ever. Will, if you're listening, I love you. You're the worst undercover cop. It really is. It's terrible. I mean, God bless. Yes, but you and, can do better. And then even when uh, Will is not talking very loudly to the dog about his undercover operation, he's like, I'm going to go, like, find out some shit. And uh, the dog is like, cool, I'm also going to find out some shit. Like, I'll catch you later. And Will is like, great. And he basically just goes to the bar and tries to splash money around, seeing who's willing to sell him a panda. That's right. the whole plan. Right. He's like, hey, you look untrustworthy. What do you know about, like, tiny uh, baby bears from China? Like, I'm into animals. Like, I'm here for this, like, dog show shit. But, like, also other animals. What do you think? Pandas? Particularly? You? Me? Panda? He never says panda. He, never, uh, he doesn't say panda. But, but he, he like, definitely says, like, exotic bears. <laughs> He's interested in, like... Black and white furry small right, things. some Chinese mammals. Like, yeah, you know, he... He, uh, meanwhile, he dances around it. Meanwhile, Max is doing some real investigative shit. Um, first off, he's got Philippe, who everybody knows Philippe because he's a five-time champion, and he disappeared for like three years, and so he's back, and so that's like a mini ruckus. And they're like, whoa, are you here to compete? And he's like, no, I'm coaching. I have this student. Like, he doesn't know shit, but you know, I'm and here. They'll kind of look at Max and like, eh, it's a work in progress. Like, and you're like, you're right. He's not great. He's not. I mean, really? Uh, like, when was the last time a Rottweiler won this? Mm-hmm. You know, they're kind of not a... They're not a best-in-show show dog. No, they're like... not a show dog. They're not the one that gets everybody excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but Philippe then meets up with um, his former owner. Yes, his former owner-handler. Yeah. What's his name? Corbin? I think so. Carper, Carpenter? Ca- Carter? I don't know. Starts with a C, I believe. But um, he is pissed to see him. And also, he has a new dog that he's bringing to show Dante. Da-da-da! And so, there's a whole scene between Felipe and Dante where, like, you know, you can't have him, but I don't want him kind of, you know, posturing. And it ends with Felipe biting his former owner's leg. Chauncey. Chauncey. His name is Chauncey. That's it. (laughs) And, um, as they're kind of going at each other, another dog walks in, Karma. Mm-hmm. Karma might be my favorite dog in this whole thing. Karma is uh, played by Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, it's a giant mop dog. Just a big, big-ass mop dog. Yeah. And it's like, bro, the, Let it go, man. the road to enlightenment is not paved with violence and shit. Like, just like... Like, very chill and zen. Yep. It was... <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say some of Shaq's best work. It's so great. It's so great. I mean, I did love Shazam, but... Fair. But this was great. This was good. About steel. I didn't see that. Ah, you don't need to. All right. Um, Also, during this whole thing, Max is aware that there's someone sneaking around taking photographs. And he's like... That's weird. Hmm. I mean, I feel like they set these dogs up as celebrity paparazzi targets. Yes. So, like, I don't feel like that's that weird. 
I feel like it's maybe new for Max to be it's taking It's new photos. for Max, but none of the show dogs think it's weird. They're like, of course. Like, right. everyone is here for the champions. So during this whole thing, um, we cut to the panda, who is, like, in a cage in a warehouse, and there's, mm-hmm. like, a British dude watching over it. Being very cute and very CG. And um, the reason we cut over there is because, actually, one really creepy dude does take Will Arnett up on the, like, do you know anything about pandas? He's like, hey, I'm having a party at a warehouse outside of town. Right. And I think you'd like it. I think you'd, you should come. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll totally If you're come. into exotic animals, like. Might be your best shot. Right. And so that guy calls the British guy that's guarding the panda and was like, hey, yeah, somebody might actually come to our party. I'm like, that's kind of lame. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, so make sure the panda's ready and clean and whatever and. You know, well fed or whatever you do to make sure pandas are sellable. Mm-hmm. So. Then we're back at the party. Um, Groomer is there and Will's like, hey, how's it going? So I'm here trying to meet people. I'm looking for the panda and seeing if anybody knows anything. Well, and um, she was like, so the the FBI, your FBI contact told me all about the kidnapped panda. Like, and I'm here to help. Like, mm-hmm. let me know what you need. She's like, and if you want to look like you're a real dog handler, you got to, like, follow my lead. Do what I tell you and uh, do what we got to do. And Will's like, yeah, okay, sure, whatever. How hard is it to walk with a dog? Yeah. So then we skip to the hotel. Now Felipe and Max are there. I'm like, Will went really easy with, like, we have two dogs instead of one dog now? Sure, sure. Sure, Find a bonus dog. Uh, also, sorry, she, she tells him, okay, like, I'll teach you how to be a handler, but you have to, you have to do everything I say, and I'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Right, right. First thing tomorrow morning. So, um, but then, yeah, we're at the hotel. Felipe, like, jumps on the bed, Max is like, no, 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 dog's down the floor, right? That's where we are. And Felipe's like, nah, dude, have you ever slept in a bed? Bed's with the shit. <laughs> He's a human. I'm a, I'm a dog. We sleep in the bed together. It's how it works. Um, and Max goes to the floor. So, next morning, we skip to a photo shoot with the top 50 dogs in the world. And yeah. And they're all, like, wandering around and being good. And we're backstage, and there's, like, a ton of chatter. The dogs are talking to each other. Uh, one one little line that I heard just drift over was, like, turns out he wasn't neutered after all. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah, there's, wow. some, there's some, like, adult content uh, smattered around in this child's movie as mm-hmm. per norm. Yep. Uh, and so um, Maddie comes up and she's like, all right, so here's the deal. Three stages of competition. First stage is your breed. Right. It's within, just, it's within a breed. They're going to look at your breed, make sure you're a good version of your breed. Uh, the next section is a um, best of type. Right. And so it's like... Uh, agility obstacle course kind of stuff. We'll worry about that when we get there. Right. And it's like, you know, lar- larger work dogs have, you know, one type of competition, like tiny toy breeds have another type of competition. Cause that, that makes sense. You know, yeah, you, yeah, can't, you can't, you can't take like an Afghan hound and compare them to like a tiny little teacup poodle and be like, jump over the same amount of things. And you're like, that's not fair. That's not fair. Um, and the, the final one is like an inspection, all hands inspection to check him out, make sure he's good. And that's a... Uh, and then they'll determine the best, best of show. show. Right. But 
Max needs some work done. He needs washed. He needs trimmed. He needs... Right. He's kind of bow-legged. Like, like, you know... Gotta teach him how to walk the walk. Right. Like, he need, he needs some work. Mm-hmm. Also, we need some bikini wax, which I did not have to explain to what my kids that is. Mm-hmm. But by context clues, I think they got it. Right, right. And they're like, well, I mean, when they, when they look behind the tail, they want, like, a nice, clean... Uh, clean view back there. Do they? I don't know. I mean, I want it to be clean. I assume mm-hmm. that it's... No hangers on ours. Yeah, no no dingleberries back there. But, like, I think it's okay if there's fur around a dog's anus. I mean, I am not a dog show judge. If mm. you are a dog show judge and you are listening to this podcast, like... I have opinions about hair around a dog's I, anus. Tell me what you think. Is it breed specific? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um... So, um... But Will Arnett is like, oh, let me. Because there's... Will and uh, the dog are still, like, having this pissing contest. Right. About, you know, begrudgingly working together. So Will enjoys the waxing a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they've got to learn how to walk. And while they're learning how to walk, Dante, uh, Felipe's replacement... Yes. ...is heckling them. The dog. And it makes Max mad. And he ends up, like pulling Will off the thing and, like, knocking him over and then, like, kind of attacking him and pulling his leg. And right as all this is happening, somebody walks in and goes, Hey, uh, Rottweilers, you're up! And he looks down at Will. He's like, oh, this is going to be fucking hilarious. Right, right. Uh, and he's on the headset. He's like, keep an eye on the new guy. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to be wild. Also, while, like, Will is trying to get Max off his leg, he literally screams, Officers, stand down! And I'm like... God, man. Like, <laughs> no chill. Will Arnett has no chill as an undercover cop. So they get out there, and um, there's four other, five other Rottweilers mm-hmm. and Max. And Max is like, hey, you guys look a lot the same. And How come like, all these guys look the same? Uh, and they're like, I mean, well, we all are, like, exemplary examples of our breed, you know. He's like, well, where are you from? And, like, what guys from, like... Hamburg, Germany, and one guy's from, like, Tennessee, and one guy's from, like, Oregon. And he's like, yeah, but, like, where are you from? He's like, well, I was adopted from a place in, like, somewhere in Kentucky. Hey, I was adopted from a place in somewhere in Kentucky. I was adopted. And they all figure out. Like, when's your birthday? And they're all like, April 9th. And they're like, (gasps) And then, then, like, the one other dog that's not part of this group turns around and goes, you know, I had a litter of puppies in Kentucky on April the 9th. They're like, Mommy! And they all, like, run to each other and, like, running around in a little circle, and Max just stands there at attention, and they're like, oh, well... All of these dogs disqualified. Max, I guess Max, you're Max, you win, because you're the only one around. And he walks back in, and everyone's like, that was dirty. And he's like, eh, it ain't dirty for works. Like, I mean... I was just helping them find a family reunion. I like, feel good about that. Right. <laughs> I just I just reunited a loving family, guys. It's, it's, I did a good thing today. We we all agree. So, um, they then go to the warehouse party. Turns out the warehouse party is an actual party, not just like a creepy guy trying to get you alone in a warehouse. Right. There are we've pe- all been there. Right. There are people... Like, there are a lot of people. And it's, like, the dogs and their handlers, but also, like, Instagram celebrities taking selfies a lot. Yes, and like, a lot of Instagram celebrities taking selfies with cute dogs. Mm-hmm. 
and of course Maddie and um the the, the guy that owns Karma, who is like very Spanish, mm-hmm. um, they're there, and Will's like totally got some little jealousy vibes because Will because um Karma's owner and Maddie are like real good. Yeah, like, they're they're close friends. Yeah, and, his name's Gabriel. Gabe, yeah. And all the other dogs are looking at Max like, that was a baller alpha move. Except for, like, some of the dogs are like, that was cheating. Like, right. They're kind of split. Um, Is this where the pug comes in? Or yeah. Maybe they meet, meet the, the pug, pug earlier. I think they met the pug earlier, but he's, like, really in in mm-hmm. at this point. His name is Sprinkles. Yeah. It's, it's a very long name, but Sprinkles is in it. It's like Rainbow's Sprinkles Cupcake the Third. Junior the Third. Junior the Third. You can call me Sprinkles. Yep. Um, but Max is looking around like a police dog should and realizes there's like an upstairs room with, that's surrounded by glass with like four bodyguards in it. And he's like, right. An important looking shadowy businessman. He's like, I got to get in there. We need a distraction. So he decides that he's going to jump in the pool. Right. So he asks, uh, Philippe, he's like, how come nobody's swimming in the pool? And he's like, oh, all the matting and like grooming you'd have to do after a pool, like the day before the competition. No, thank you. And he's like, but it looks fun. So he jumps in the pool, which causes, like, a cascade of other dogs to jump in the pool. And this is where Philly Pig's like, no, no, they'll re- you don't want us to re- them to replace us with CGI. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so as everyone's distracted, Max then gets out of the pool, shakes off, and goes up to the office. But on his way, stops to talk to Daisy. Yep. And... I- She's like, dude, don't don't go up there. Like, whatever's going on, just leave it. Like, let leave it to the humans. It's a human problem. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, no, nope, right. Nope. We're just we're just here to win some best in show competition. He's like, speaking of, can you give me some tips and tricks? You seem like you're really great at it. And she, she's like, oh, I would love to. He's like, meet me outside the hotel after Maddie goes to bed. But I gotta go take care of something. So he goes up, um, and tries to like listen through the door. But ends up, like, falling into the doorway and, like, landing in the middle of all the, like, goons and thugs. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, what do I do? So he just gets this, like, big, goofy look on his face and then, like, does the thing that dogs do where they, like, lift up their hind, like, sit on the floor, lift up their hind legs and drag, drag their butts. Drag their butts with their front legs, yes. Usually sign your dog has worms, for the right. record. Right, And, like, uh, sticks his tongue out. Like, in the most cartoony this movie has ever been. They replaced him with CGI. They replaced him with CGI. Within like two seconds of that line, mm-hmm. that's what they did. I was like, oh, this song, the, again, this movie. It's a little bit meta. It's a little meta. It might be too smart for itself by half. But like, <laughs> as he's looking around, he hears the ringtone that mm-hmm. he had heard on the dock. And he's like, oh, somebody's here. And it's like a default iPhone ringtone, so, like, it's not really that telling. But he's trying to figure out which one of the guys out there that's on their phone... Right. Is is talking, but he can't. Meanwhile, we cut to the panda who's trying to escape and actually succeeds in, like, unlatching his door and, like, opening it and starting to get out while the British guy is making a sardine and mustard sandwich. Yeah, gross. Also, on the the floor is a... Black and white, puffy butterball dog. Yeah. That looks quite a bit like a panda. Indeed it does. I wonder if that'll be an important plot method mm-hmm. in a moment. It's like dun, Chekhov's dun, dun. fluffy white dog. Yes. Um. Anyway, so Max gets back out and Philippe's there and he's like, all right, I need to level with you about this whole panda situation and why I'm actually here. And Philippe's like, 
oh, okay, well, you should have just led with that. Like, I have no hope for you as a, like, performer, but or as a best-in-show dog, but, like... But, yeah, if I you're... I see where you're coming from. Yeah, if you're an undercover cop, okay, let's do this. And so we see the panda in the background, like, trying to escape from the... Well, actually, just kind of stumbling around. Just like lumbering. A, just lumbering around. Pandas are stupid. They're kind of... Kind of derpy. Yeah, they're kind of derpy. So this thing is, like, on brand. Like, it's on a merry-go-round. Have you ever seen the uh, video of the pandas, like, uh, like sledding, essentially? Yeah. <laughs> down, the, down the hill? It's so cute. Somebody had a whole montage of pandas falling out of trees. Mm, they do. They just, like, bump. And you're like, oh. And they just roll out. And it just rolls out and just walks around like, okay, whatever. Sorry, man. And it just happens. But the panda is, like... Just all hijinks, just going around this room. And Will meets up with the creepy guy who is like, yes, I wanted to talk to you about something I couldn't talk about with you there. And he's like, yes, yes, talk to me about this. He's like, I like your dog. Would you like to breed your dog with my dog? And brings out his dog, which is wild. Mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of dog this is. I don't either. It's like, it kind of reminds me of a greyhound, but it's like spotty. And it's got like a crested, like, yeah, mohawk Yeah, it's got like thing. a crested mohawk. I don't know how much of that is grooming and how much of that is, uh... Is... Yeah, it's kind of like a hyena dog. Yeah, um, and this dog is voiced by none other... Than RuPaul. God bless. God bless. And... Will's like, I'm not really, I mean, he's kind of like talking to him at first and he kind of looks down at Max and Max looks at him and just like whimpers. And like, he's like, no yeah, I don't think my dog's into it. He's like, what do you mean you don't think your dog's into it? He's like, I don't know, actually, but I'm just getting a vibe that that's. Right. I don't, my dog doesn't want to do it. And they're like, who cares what, who cares what your dog wants to do? Yeah. And he's like, I care. And it's like a real moment of like, uh, you know, reflection for Will Arnett that he does care what his dog wants. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's like, like, I believe that, you know, everyone should choose love for themselves, even if they're a dog. Yeah. Which like, I mean, good sentiment, I guess. Yeah. Good for them. Um, and literally while this is happening, the panda walks by and gets picked up by this girl who thinks it's her dog. She's, like, real drunk. She's very, very drunk. Um, She's like, oh, poopsie, there you are. And so she puts in a little harness and is starting to walk away with it. But then the British guy figures it out and, like, takes it out and, like, swaps it back for the, like, actual dog. Right. Just Well, just steals it. And then she's like, poopsie, where'd you go? I thought I, you just, I just had you. And then she, like, finds her, her real, real dog again. Looking dog. And this is when the British guy, like, goes back and he's like, hello, bidders. The bidding for this panda starts at $10 million. Right. For having a whole uh, panda doppelganger, that was a whole nothing burger. Yeah. It was like a thing for like a minute. Right. I really expected uh, them to bring that back or like something. No. But anyway, it was there and gone before before it was even worth the setup. Right. And so we just leave the party. And Max is back at the hotel with Philippe and Will. And right, and Will is like, hopefully, uh, like, I thought I was making progress, but I, I'm no closer to finding that panda than I was two days ago. Like, hopefully for that little baby panda, tomorrow will be a better day. And so as soon as Will's asleep, Max sneaks out of the hotel room and goes... To go on his date with Daisy. Daisy. And they have a great time. They go ziplining. Y'all. 
Yeah. Y'all. Okay, so Daisy... The zipline's a real thing. I looked that up. A dog ziplines Well, no, that, that's not a thing. But there is an actual zipline that goes down that, like, covered street in... In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. That's a yes. thing. But they're not that, set up for dogs? I don't know if they're set up for dogs or not, but I imagine someone has to sign for the dog. Yes. Okay, so uh, they talk, Daisy and Max, and... Yeah. Uh, Daisy's like, I don't know, I've never really been uh, without my person. You know, like, she's like, what, you've never been off leash before? And she's like, he's like, don't make fun of me. Like, we live different lives. He's uh, like, so what do you normally do when you're off leash? And immediately he's like, zip lining. So what this, this dog, this hard-boiled detective from New York does. For fun. For fun. By himself. Zip lining. In a human-run world. Is ziplining. Uh, they also go to a magic show where they somehow manage to replace the assistant in the mm-hmm. cage when it opens up. With some dogs? And yeah. And they run away? And then they run away. Uh, they go to a hibachi restaurant where the guy's, like, throwing shrimp, and they're up in the rafters above, like, snagging shrimp out of the air, which, mm-hmm. like, first off... Honestly, great. Yeah, good for them. That was a smart move. And then they go up to a roof of casino, and she's, he's like, I brought you something. And he comes around, he's got a napkin, and she he drops it. She's like, ooh, garbage. It's been a long time since... No, this isn't garbage. This is the best... New York style hot dog. <laughs> you can get in Las Vegas. <laughs> and she's like, so still. So still maybe garbage. garbage. And that's when the p- pigeons show up and they're like, hey, Max, how's it going? And they're like, oh, guys. She's like, hey, how's the case going? You find the panda yet? And she's like, what? What the hell are these birds talking about? Or it's like, yeah, we follow all your cases. We're your biggest fans. Yeah. And like, how'd you get here? And he's like, they're like, wings? <laughs> <laughs> it took us a few days. We got here. And she's like, wait, what is, what the fuck's going on? You're an undercover cop? Yeah. She's like, yeah, I just got to pretend to be a show dog. I mean, it's not even all that hard. It's all just phony. Right. It's all stupid. Like, how hard can it be? And she is royally pissed. Like, pardon me, sir. Wait, one, you lied about who you are, which like, maybe I can excuse because, you know, you're trying to save a baby panda. But two, you do not disparage my livelihood and skills, sir. No. It is not easy to look this good. It is not. It takes work um, and a tremendous amount of obedience. One of our kids, we're talking about whatever, the ins and outs of the dog shows, and, like, the dogs are just standing there. And I was like, yeah, that's real fucking hard for dogs. (laughs) They don't like that. (laughs) They don't like that. So they kind of part in a huff, and Daisy is pissed, and Mm -hmm. Max is like, oh, whatever. What do I even say? Um, And then the pug... It's like, so alpha, man. Let me pretend to be you. Like, dog shows are stupid and I hate everybody. And he's like, oh, is that how I sound? And he's like, yeah, dude, it's so sick. Love it. Mm, yeah, some real, like, toxic masculinity, like, mm-hmm, sneaking bullshits. in there. Yeah. Anyway, so next morning we're back at the show. Um, Will is getting um, Max ready. And does this weird thing where he, like, kind of colors in a little bit of his eyebrows. I think they switched dogs. Oh. So. It would make sense if they had two dogs. Because this is the agility round. Mm-hmm. And so, like, maybe the dogs look just, like, the eyebrows look a little different. And so, like, this is their way of lampshading the fact that the dog that's about to do all these agility stunts. Is a different dog than their, like, everyday. The hero uh, dog that they were been using. Actor dog who can walk on three legs. Yeah, exactly. Because those are different skills. Exactly. <laughs> So the first thing they have is like a disc competition where they're like, we're going to throw these four Frisbees and the dog that comes back with the most wins. And so like 
all of the other dogs go out down like downfield, I guess. Mm -hmm. It's just like this really tiny circle. It's like yeah, it's very small, thirty foot circle. So they're at the other end from the frisbee guy, and the frisbee guy's kind of looking. So he just like throws all the frisbees in one toss, mm -hmm. and Max just like jumps across and snags all five of them in his mouth at one time and lands it. And everybody's just like, "That's I mean, not fair." Like, yeah, because it's the first three dogs to deliver frisbees. Like, are the one, two, three. You yeah. know, like. But he got them all. So what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Like Max is the winner. And then, like, the next one um, is the high jump, and he like insists on adding more height, and he does that one. Right. So this dog walks in with like two more height bars and just drops them. And they're like, oh. At the instructors, and they're like, well, this dog is like insisting that we move the height bars up to, you know, an even bigger height. And you're like, who's the dude behind the dog? Like, yeah. Who gave, who showed him where the height bar things were? Exactly. Uh, and then they have like the slalom thing where you go back and forth through, mm -hmm. um, through the like standy uppy poles. And this is where Gabriel's dog. Calm, karma really yeah. shines. Comes in in like twenty seconds, but right? Then and he's like, "You can't, you can't move the river." Like, <laughs> you gotta just flow through. <laughs> you man. gotta just flow through, man. <laughs> and then Max does in like seventeen seconds and wins. Just barely, just, just barely, barely beats Karma. And then there's like a big obstacle course with like all kinds of tunnels and like balance beams and like climbing walls, and they have to like go up to the top and grab this like bag. That matches the color of mat that they were on, and then take it back to the start. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, first off, asking dogs to match color is kind of bullshit. Right. Some of the colors were green and purple. <laughs> they like green, red, purple, blue. I was like, no. Nope. Might might be a little difficult. That's a that's a dick move right there. Uh, but Max runs through the tubes, runs up the stuff, ends up jumping over some other dogs to get there a little first. But it wasn't. Out of the rules. No. Like, he is a rebel. There's no rule. But there's no rule. That a dog. That says that the dog has to, like, finish all of yeah. the obstacles. Basically, he has to get from where he starts to grab the bag and bring it back. And so he gets to the bag second, actually. Another mm -hmm. dog got there first. So instead of taking his bag and pulling it off and running down, he holds but onto his bag and gets it to, like, swing him around and then uses that momentum to, like launch himself over the entire obstacle course and land in front of the dog mm -hmm. and sit on his mat just a fraction of a second earlier. And everybody's like, that's some bullshit right there. But... But there's no rules. That a dog can't play yes. basketball with yes. himself. So I want to point out something. Yes. In the first one, he, he cheated with the... Or not cheated, but... Bent the rules on the disc thing. Mm -hmm. On the last one, he bent bent the rules on the on the obstacle, on the obstacle course. course. But he was just the legit top high jumper and the fastest through the slalom. Yes, yes. No, he did not have to. He didn't. No have bones to about those. it. Yes. So like he's actually like he probably would have come in second in the in the obstacle course in the disc thing. I'm thinking he would have done okay. Yeah. Like. He probably didn't necessarily need to. He cheat. didn't need to go score shirt, but uh, part of the plan was that like he has to win. Right, he can't go half measures mm -hmm. because he has to be. He has to be in each competition to be able to scope out where the shadowy businessmen looking right. to buy pandas. <laughs> when you say it out loud like that, it sounds <laughs> fucking ridiculous. The amount of just like. 
yep. chaos and Deuces Mechina in this movie. <laughs> it's, it's so it's much. Uh, but um, he's he does win. He wins best in group, which is the working mm-hmm. dogs. And so now he's going to go to the best in show competition tomorrow. Um, but Felipe is like kind of pissed that Max ended up winning by like showboating essentially. Right. And he's like, ooh, that's no good. And so Maddie and Will have a moment and uh, they're talking. He's like, all right, so tomorrow's the big day. Like, I think this is our chance to flush out the kidnapper. We'll do our best in this. We got to be careful because like one wrong move and then together Maddie and Will say could jeopardize the victim's safety. And Will's like, wait, what? She's like, yeah. So a few years ago, a border collie that I was like, Mm-hmm. You know, handling. I was handling. Got you know, he he did really well. He he won, and he then, won best in show, and then he was kidnapped. And then he was kidnapped, and we never got him back. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, that's terrible. Like, yeah. won't we go suck around when I'm done with the panda thing to that? But like, also, it's been a few years, so like, right? Mm. But that's that's how I got involved in the FBI, and like, that's why the FBI had my contact. Yeah, it's like so. This is like personal for me. And I was like, huh? Wait a minute. What if they're not here to sell a panda? What if they're here to steal a dog? She's like, yeah, some of these dogs are worth, like, millions of dollars. Like, mm-hmm. she's like, and Will's like, really? And she's like, yeah. 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 Really. Right. So, they're like, huh. so which one is worth the most? And, like, whoever wins best in show. Mm. And so while that's happening, Max is kind of sniffing around, and he sees Karma's owner, uh, Gabe? Gabriel? Mm-hmm. Gabriel leaving and he uses lavender scented hand wipes and he's like oh lavender scented hand wipes that was at the dock like Mm -hmm. he's like maybe lots of people use lavender scented hand wipes like gabe seems really cool his dog seems really cool he's maddie's friend like i don't know something's not adding up but lavender scented hand wipes and my nose has never been wrong like so he follows him outside and gabriel's meeting up with the british guy Mm -hmm. who's his chauffeur and Max kind of sniffs around. He's like, Lavender said it. Oh, and I smell bear. Oh, there it is. Right, right. And the pug is like, oh, I recognize that guy from that party. Like. Yeah, I saw the guy at the, yeah, the the British guy. I saw him at the party, like, goofing around, looking around for something. Right, or or cut rate Ricky Gervais. And so Max tries to, like, get to Gabe and, like, pull him back and, like, kind of bites his foot to, like, hold him there. And Karma gets between him and is like, no, 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 man. No, you can't. Violence is not the answer. Not the answer. And so Gabe's able to get in, and Karma jumps in the van after them. And Max is like, just runs back in. It's like barking at Will, trying to get his attention. And that's when animal control comes in. And now they're bad animal control. Right. And they're like, this dog just attacked a person like uh, Mr. Gabriel Esteban. Uh, called in that this dog attacked him. Like, he he would never attack a human. And they're like, well, he did. It's on video. I want to call so, him Gabriel Iglesias, but it turns out Gabriel Iglesias is a different character in this. Yes. He's the pug. <laughs> he is the pug. Every time he forgets his line, he just says, pug life! Uh, That's great. Which is great. Uh, but he's gonna so animal's just gonna hold him for twenty four hours because that's what they do with a dog attack somebody. Right when a if there's a vicious dog attack, they just take him for twenty four hours and then they get get a doggy timeout back. I don't know. That doesn't seem right. Mm hmm. So Will though is like something's not adding up. Like my dog wouldn't just normally attack people, although he's attacked me once without a lot of merit and. <laughs> 
Actually, twice. <laughs> uh, three times, really, if you think about it. Like, right, right. If we go all the way back. Yeah. There was the there was when he jumped out of the driver's seat when I was arresting that one dude, and then just a few scenes mm-hmm. ago when I was trying to... When I was to, walking with him, and then yeah. he was being taunted mm-hmm. by the small dog. And anyway, okay. maybe he does have anger issues. Um, But... Will is kind of killing time trying to figure some stuff out, and he meets some other dog owner who's like, yeah, it's so hard bringing dogs into the country. There's a lot of paperwork and a lot of, you know... Right, yeah. Blue, like, you're, tape. Just, you're just so tired after all of your customs. You know, like... Yeah. Excuse my dog. Like, we gotta go rest him. And, and Will's like, like oh, that's it. Paperwork. The answer is paperwork. The answer is paperwork. So he starts pulling Gabriel and Karma's manifest where they've mm-hmm. their visas have gone through and figure out every time an animal went whis- went meant whissing <laughs> went missing <laughs> the two of them were there what they were around and so they he's like max must have known something about gabriel we got to figure this out so next thing first morning he first thing in the morning springs max right he collects him and they're off to make a bust so the plan is now that Max will win the contest. Become best of show. And then Max is wearing a GPS collar. Mm-hmm. And then if he's kidnapped, which he probably will be, yeah. they'll know where they're taking them. Also, like, there's a weird montage, like, training montage. Yes. For, yes. Like, where he, like, has a terrible green shake, and he's, like, doing the slalom cones, which, like, he did great on anyway. Yeah, that was yesterday, uh, buddy. Yeah. Like, this is... This is you have to stand still and a judge looks at your teeth. Like, it's a totally different thing. Uh, But they still decide he needs a training montage, even though there's, like, four hours before the competition. Actually, I think there's, like, a day. (laughs) Maybe there's there's a a day. day. Because Max does sleep in the bed that night. Oh, yes. Or maybe they take a nap and Max sleeps in the bed. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But Max in the bed. So it's a big moment with Will and Max and Felipe all together. Right, all, all snuggled together in the bed. So we get to the championship. Max has on his GPS collar. Uh, and Felipe, like, has a moment where he goes up to meets Chauncey, his mm-hmm. former owner, or whatever his name is. Yeah, his name is Chauncey. And, like, pours his heart out to him about, like, I recognize that you were just doing what you thought was best for us. It, it didn't work out. Like, we shouldn't be together. I release you. I forgive you. I'm moving on with my life. It was so weird. It was so weird. It was so weird. And Chauncey just sits there looking at him and goes, you know, you were my favorite dog I've ever shown. You were the best. Yeah. And like, you deserve to be the champion. And like reaches over and like kind of scratches his face. And like there's the closure. Okay. So if a dog just comes and sits by you, do you stare intently at the dog? I tend for, to. For like three minutes and then... Like, say whatever is on your mind, because that's what everybody in this movie does. It seems to happen quite a bit. (laughs) It really does. So... So at this point, like, I still am not totally sure if dogs can talk to people. My guess is no. My guess is that they just hear barking, but it is still inconclusive. We are, like, an hour into this movie. (laughs) At least. So... Will finds Maddie and is like, hey, good news. I think I figured out who the smuggler is. I'm going to put my dog up as bait and we'll see if it gets stolen. And Maddie goes from like having like nervous face to like really obvious bad fake smile. Like because she's getting ready to go on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have a theory. And I want to pin this moment. I will come back to my theory. Yes. But the movie goes on. And 
everybody gets introduced, everybody goes out there, does their laps, they pick up the dogs, they check their teeth and their undercarriage or whatever you do for... Right, whatever you do for dogs. And everybody's going wild every time a dog gets expected because he just stood there. This is a weird sport than baseball. Mm-hmm. And they announce the winner, and it is... Daisy. Daisy, actually. Everyone's still happy, and everybody's going nuts, but Will's like, oh shit, like... Daisy's in danger. Yeah, we, I got I have to warn Maddie that Daisy's in danger. And I was like, didn't you warn Maddie that Daisy would be in danger if she won when you explained to her the plan? Yeah, I think that she should have figured that out. She should have figured it out. But no. Anyway, he's got to find her specifically and tell mm-hmm. her. So... He want, Maddie leaves the middle of the celebration. She's out the back door. Well, it's like when you, uh, I don't know this from personal experience, of course, but like when you win like a championship, you know, like there's a little bit of celebration on the ice and then they whisk you away to the press room. You got to do your, you know, you, they pay, they pay big money for those exclusive, like, yeah, it's like at know, the Emmys where like everybody's first, got their photos. Right. The first look, whatever. Yeah. And so, as soon as Will can get back there, though, Maddie's been knocked down, Daisy's in the back of a truck, and driving away. And I was like, okay, this is not good. This is not good. So, so like, Maddie, are you okay? And she's like, oh, I'm fine. Where's Daisy? What happened to Daisy? Like, for someone being knocked out, there's, like, zero uh, repercussions. That's how movies are. <laughs> and so, while this is happening, the pigeons arrive, and Max is like... Hey, did you see a van leave? They're like, yeah, it totally went that way. And they pointed opposite direction. He's like, fuck. All right, here's the thing. I need you guys to take my collar, go up in the air, see if you can find that that van and, and drop, drop it on drop it. Drop the collar in the van and we'll trace the van. Yeah, there we go. And so then Max runs over to find Will and barks at him. And Will's like, where's your collar? And pulls out his phone. is like, it's on the move. He must have figured out how to track Daisy. Get in the car. Let's go find her. Because I trust this dog. And so they're following the collar, and at one point they have to, like, turn down that that pedestrian street and end up driving through, like, a carnival. Right, because there's always a carnival. Always a carnival. Uh, And they're like, oh, it's headed towards this airport, which I've, you know, it's not too far from this trip. I've I've flown in now there on Flight Simulator. It's a lot of fun. (laughs) Um, And the cage opens, and, like... Gabriel's there. He's like, ah, I hope you'll enjoy it. You're such a great dog. I hope you'll enjoy being in a breeding mill in the Ukraine. And I'm like, okay, first off, fucker, it's just Ukraine. Mm-hmm. We we all learned that in the last year, but... Right, right. But this movie, I think, is from, like, 2017. Yeah, it's definitely earlier than that. Um, and they're gonna get on a red plane a very red plane which also thanks you flight simulator is not an international flight like it is like a double prop right it's where, tiny it's like a, maybe a 2500 nautical mile they're just tops. getting out of uh yes they're just getting out of las vegas and then maybe they'll fly to like mexico and then they have a big plane in mexico i guess maybe that's the plan that's my guess and so willabex and maddie all arrive and um, Daisy is put in a room next to the tiger in a cage, which has mm. been smuggled out. And then they bring in the panda the and set it next panda. to the tiger. And the panda is able to like reach through the cage and like pull the pin on the tiger's latch and then like push the latch open. The tiger's like, oh my, this is interesting. Like, 
You're like, oh, this just got interesting. Yeah. And so... But Daisy's still in her cage. Daisy's still and, in her cage because the panda the can't panda reach. the panda is still in their cage. I think they locked the panda down a little tighter after the yeah, After their first escape. And so Will runs in. They manage to like get in the building because the dog can get through a window and then open the door. Uh, Will runs in, gets Daisy, opens her cage, lets her out, and grabs the panda cage. And as he's doing that, like Gabe spots him and pulls a gun on him. And he's like, Agent, whatever your actual real name is. Right, Frank Nichols. He's like, oh, fuck, the gig's up. He's like, yeah, like, I've been watching this whole time. Like, you're the worst FBI agent ever. Ever. You were at the bar literally being like, so what do you know about, like, bear-like mammals from Asia? And so Gabe's about to shoot when he hears the plane behind start up and looks over his shoulder, so Will, like, kind of dodges just behind some stuff. And... They're like, wait, who's in the plane? Well, who do you think's in the plane? Mm-hmm. It's he, and Max. Right. He also does the thing where um, uh, he's going to shoot him. Gabe is going to shoot Will. And Will's like, actually, this is great. And uh, he's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I mean, normally the federal government doesn't do shit about people who are terrible to animals. But if you shoot me, like, like they're gonna come down on there, you. there will be justice. So, like, go ahead. So, like, let's do this. Yeah. And he's like, I think the $4 million I'm getting for the panda, like, I'll take my chances, motherfucker. Yeah. So, the plane starts up and starts, like, doing circles in the hangar. Right. He starts shooting at Will, who, like, ducks behind some convenient oil barrels. Yeah. And Max and Daisy are the ones driving the plane. Of course. And, like, the henchman tries to get in the open hatch, and they, like, throw food, like, kibble at them, and then, like, bamboo, because that was the food that they had for the flight. Um, Some airline food jokes there. Um, And Gabe goes to, like, run up on the plane, and him and Will get in a fight, and it's about to do the thing from Indiana Jones, where, like, there's a fight in the propeller, remember Mm -hmm. the big guy from Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. Yeah, that almost happens. Um, but then, at the last minute, Maddie, Maddie the human, yes. who's also in the plane with the dogs, manages to, temp- manages to reach up and grab the uh, the brake and stop it. Right, right. Okay. Which is good. If you were in a plane yeah. being driven by dogs... Go one. Would you wait that long to be like, oh, wait... These dogs don't know how to I think fly she, this plane. I think she had jumped onto the plane. It took her a while to get into the tail, up to the front. Like, she was not on the plane earlier. I don't think so. I, because... Okay, it did not seem like she yeah. just got on there. It seemed like she was there the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, Maddie, what, what? Are, I know you love your dog and they're very smart, but, mm-hmm. like, what... What? <laughs> and so Will and Will and Gabe are still fighting, and Will's again getting close to that like propeller when Maddie gets out of the plane, comes around, and punches Gabe. And he's like, Oh, well that's not a bad punch for it and then she punches him again and like knocks him the fuck out. Right. Yeah, he was he was talking smack like, Oh, you thought that was gonna do anything? And she's like, Fuck you <laughs> and she punches him again. And then we get the reverse shot of the panda who was on a cart in his cage, and now the cart is rolling, getting sucked by the propeller. I thought they turned the propellers off! No, they just braked the plane. Like, mm-hmm. the plane's not moving, but the propellers are still sucking air. So, Will, like, grabs a rope and is like, Max, fetch! And, like, throws this rope, which is attached to the ceiling, and, like, 
Max jumps off him, jumps off the wing of the plane, grabs the rope in his teeth. It's like swinging through the air. Like total Tarzan. Yes. Picks up the cage with his like feet. Yes. And like picks it up over the propellers and like loops back around to where Will is. And they like grab him and like everybody's happy. Max and Daisy comes running. Will and Maddie are together. They have the panda. Everybody's great. And then the plane like guns it and like leaves. Like, wait, what the heck? Oh, it's Gabe. He's getting away. Right. And Gabe we'll, and uh, his henchmen and, are getting away, but with no animals. And Karma. Karma's oh, there. and Karma's there. And Will's like, oh, that's easy. Like, that's a that's a plane. I'll just call that into the FBI. They'll know what to look for. It's fine. And then they look around like, by the way, what happened to the tiger? And then you, like, see it, like, come out of the shadows of the plane up towards the front mm-hmm. and, like, put his big paw against Gabe and all of a sudden the plane drops and they're like, oh, okay. Big back speech. in New York City. Back in New York. So the panda's back. There's like a news program about how the panda's back with its mom. How Gabriel was arrested. He's got like these huge claws. Yeah. Um, and also like Jasper the collie from earlier that Maddie lost was recovered. Like was mentioned in the news report along with like some sloths and like right like, a bunch of other animals. Like all these animals are reunited with their like humans and people and family mamas and all that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, Maddie's now in New York City, which she brought Daisy with her. Right. So Maddie went from uh, being a professional dog show handler, where she travels like 40 weeks a year yeah. with a dog. Or maybe she's just visiting New York. Maybe, maybe there's a New York she, dog maybe show. Maybe there's a New York dog show, and she's just visiting. And Will was like, you can, like, I would love to have you over, you and your dog over for dinner. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's a That's trip. like a way more reasonable. I uh, think so thing yeah so i'm gonna say that that's my head cannon. i'm gonna say that that happened and so the pigeons are out on the porch bragging about how like they totally cracked it open without them it wouldn't happen which is not untrue it's not true uh and like they're like yeah it's great and even that tiger but like they never said what happened to the tiger and then you see like the tiger going down a zip line in vegas in vegas um and so then it comes back to the story or to the apartment and they're all sitting down to dinner when Will gets a call. He's like, I, I gotta go, uh, cop stuff. And we gotta like, take this. Maddie's like, that's fine. Sure. Sure. I'll, I'll see just you later. sit in your apartment and eat your food. And right. It'll be it'll fine. Be fine. Uh, also, they're sitting down to dinner with the dogs. It's like yeah, a double date. The dogs have chairs and, and food plates. in front of them on a plate on a table. Yeah. It's kind of wild. But, um, Will and Max get up to this place and they're like getting ready to go through the door and arguing over who gets to go first and they're actually arguing. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's Again in a very can Will understand. Well, and so like the, and this part, like Will is talking to the dog and the dog is barking. Because you're you, kind of watching over another cop's shoulder. Right. And you cannot hear uh, what, what Max, Max is, is saying. Right. But, but he's like, don't give me that bullshit about dog ears. Like, I'm yeah, older. I have, I have more seniority. seniority. Like, well, I'm older than you. Don't give me that shit about dog ears. Like, <laughs> right. All right, fine. Let's go in together. One, two, three, go. And they go in, and it's just a hot tub, and it's Pug and Felipe, mm-hmm. Sprinkles and Felipe, and in the middle is the RuPaul dog. Persephone. Persephone. And she's like... Persephone. Rhymes she, with saxophone. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Um, it looks like it should, but English is a wild ride, y'all. Uh, and 
she's like, so, turns out I'm Homeland Security, and mm-hmm. you have entered my attention, and I would like very much for you to, uh, join, to join me on this next, next case. Mission. And it fades out, and our daughter's like, oh, there's got to be sequels. I'm like, there hasn't been, but, like, we said... But, we they, were jinxed, ve- but they were very set up uh, we, for sequels. We jinxed Zombies 3 like this by Y'all. saying there hasn't been one yet. <laughs> so... Who knows? Who knows? It could be. Um, but yeah, there's probably gonna be a sequel. And then we had like blooper credits, which are great. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, with all the dogs. Yeah, and at one point, and there are like overdub credits, like bloopers, like produced bloopers. Yes. Where like one of the dogs says something about like, who does this guy think he is? Lego Batman? Like, mm-hmm. right? It's like I forgot my line. Pug life. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. But some of the bloopers are just like this dog is sitting at a table and just eats all the food yeah or like of... falls off his chair right fall, he falls off his chair because you know or like also like just like three dogs just get the zoomies and run through and was like what what just happened like i don't right or the dog or the uh shot of the dog licking will's face and it just goes on way too long he's like oh buddy <laughs> yeah is, thanks buddy this is oh, a lot. i love you too this buddy is like this is some this is, th- lot, this is some lot, third lot. date stuff um so i want to back up mm-hmm so this movie, like, I feel like there are a couple different branches this movie could have gone down. Like, the whole, we talked about the whole, like, can dogs understand humans and humans understand dogs or and not? In the end, they can, they cannot. They cannot. The, the humans cannot understand the dogs. There was a, there was an actual line. It was like, I wish you could understand me. That was like in the last Ten minutes of the movie. Yes, indeed. And you're like, this should have been in the first ten minutes of the movie. We should have established that little world building there. Yes. Because it was like, I was pretty sure that uh, humans couldn't understand dogs, but like... So, the big reveal of the third act, mm-hmm. I also wanted to go different. Yes. we get that Gabriel is... Gabriel's the bad guy. The bad guy. But when Will tells Maddie that he's uncovered who the smuggler is... She has, like, this fake smile that happens, and I was like, Maddie's the smuggler. That's right. gotta be it. Right. Like, she's, that's the She's the one level. who worked on all the dogs. Yeah, sure, Gabe was moving Karma in and out, but she was, it was established earlier, she was Karma's groomer, mm-hmm. and she worked with Gabe a lot. Like, we had some tension on that idea earlier. Right. So maybe she's Maybe she's the real brains. She's, or she's... You know, she's actually the one doing the kidnapping. It just so happens that Gabriel's there and she's Gabriel's the one up. at the plane. Or, yeah, or he's the patsy that she's just mm-hmm. using to, to um, you know, as her ticket in and her excuse for being there. And then she does some stuff. And then, you know, if it ever, you know, Gabriel's got the bigger paper trail. So maybe that'll be him. And I was, like, really prepped, and then she got, like, knocked out, but it was, like, she recovered real quickly, and Daisy was gone. I was like, well, it wasn't her dog. Right. Like, it was someone else's dog that she couldn't profit off of if Mm -hmm. they sold the dog. She'd just be out of a job. Right. Which is probably, you know, she wins the championship, they're gonna, like, breed her, and then she's she's not showable anymore, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, Daisy's out now, and rather than go through that process, sell her off, I'm like... I have a whole big good plot why Maddie should be the bad guy. Yes. But then I think they whipped out. Like I think they were like, no. Well, they needed they needed that to be like a little bit of a romantic yeah. like 
maybe something will happen. Yeah. I do appreciate that the the core romantic plot that happened in this movie was between dogs uh, and not humans. That was kind of a nice change of pace. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm not even really sure that, like, Maddie and Will, like, they never, like, have a true romantic No, moment. they never, like, kiss or, like, have any kind of, like... Prolonged eye contact. Yeah, yeah. So like, maybe it could just they, be Maybe friends. they part friends, which, like... Good for you. That's a breath of fresh air in a child's movie. It really is. Not everything has to end with a romance. No. So, what do we learn from this movie? Other than not everything has to end with a romance. Yes, not everything has to end with a romance. I... Maybe Maddie still is the bad guy. Like, maybe maybe there's... Maybe that's the sequel. Maybe, yeah, maybe there's room to uh, to look into that. Um, Being a show dog is a lot of work. It's a lot of work to stand there in a room that is full of just a, a lot of distraction and be still. Like, that's, that's a hard thing. And, uh, you know, stillness should be applauded. It should. It really should. I don't know what else to say. I mean, like, be clear in your movie, like... Yeah, I never thought I would say this about a talking dog movie, but... Pick a lane. We need to be on the same page on if the dogs can hear the humans and if the humans can hear the dogs, like... First five minutes. Yeah. Get it. Get it. It was like that one time we watched a movie that didn't have the like, oh no, there's only four days to the big championship. And I was like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? And I was like, oh my God, I need a clock. Yeah. (laughs) Like this, this trope is there for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, that's what I would say about talking dog movies is uh, that trope is there for a reason. They're like, God, I wish they could understand us. Like humans. So dumb. Like. That's all you need. That's all you need. Um, yeah. And on that note... And on that note, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.